Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is The Author Show, and I'm your host, Linda Thompson. Before I introduce our guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available in our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author's Show. Welcome to Raven's Cove, Alaska, where things are not always as they seem. Our book is Raven's Cove, The Supernatural Battle for a Small Alaskan Town by Marianne Pohl. She is here to share her story of murder and mayhem and oh my, so much more. Marianne, welcome to the Author Show. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Marianne, will you please give us a quick overview of Raven's Cove, the supernatural battle for a small Alaskan town? Sure. And hopefully without giving anything away, I think this will do it. Raven's Cove revolves around the invisible battle between good and evil and the heroic acts of ordinary people who face extraordinary circumstances. Wow. Okay, now that leads me to being really curious about something else. The subtitle to your book is An Iconoclast Thriller Book, and that leads me to believe that Raven's Cove is the first in a series. Am I correct? It is. It's the first in the Iconoclast Thriller series. And how many books do you have planned for your series? For that series, there are four. What served as the inspiration for your story in Raven's Cove? All of my life, I have been intrigued with the supernatural, and I've done my own explorations of these things. And that actually did serve as my inspiration for these books. Because I'm a mystery lover, too, and a thriller lover, I combined my love for the supernatural with my love for thrillers, and that's what inspired Raven's Cove. While you were writing Raven's Cove, Were you writing for any particular type or age of reader? I really was thinking I was writing for adults. Raven's Cove actually, though, is very well received by, I would call, older teens also. Marianne, do you think there's any other author that might have had an influence on your style of writing? Oh, yes. Yes. Stephen King had an influence on my style of writing. So did Edgar Allan Poe. And then you're going to probably laugh when I tell you Sue Grafton did, too who is one of my favorite mystery writers. (laughs) Is Raven's Cove similar to anything else we might find on the bookshelf? The closest thing you would find on the bookshelf would be something by Frank Peretti, because it's a spiritual warfare, and there's very, very few and far between. All right. Now, I'm really curious about this. You live in Texas. Why such your books in Alaska? Because I was in Alaska for 40 years of my life. Wow. Yes, and... um, There would not have been a Raven's Cove had I not lived there. It is a perfect setting for this book. (laughs) Well, are your characters purely imagination, or do they resemble real people? They are imagination, but of course they resemble real people. The Alaska independent mentality comes very, very clearly through these books, and that is a bunch of people I've known throughout my 40 years that I lived there. Will your characters in your first book continue through your entire series? They do. And that, by the way, is the reason it is a series. Every story stands on its own, Linda. So each book is its its, its own, but every character, well, the ones that don't die off, of course, every character goes through the books. (laughs) (laughs) 
Marianne, you have a delightful sense of humor. Do you carry that through in your writing? Yes, <laughs> I do. I can't help it. <laughs> My main character, Kat, is pretty, um, yeah, you might like yeah, reading about her. <laughs> she, can be, she can be pretty, yeah. <laughs> okay, pretty well, funny, but in a very dry way. <laughs> Well, next I've got to ask, your book cover is just a little bit unsettling. Who created this great <laughs> cover and why did you choose it? I had the most amazing graphic artist that did that. I actually gave that graphic artist a paragraph, written paragraph of what I saw, and he created the cover. And it, he did it perfectly. The raven and everything else that's in there actually speaks volumes to what's happening in Raven's Cove. Wow. So I'm glad you're unsettled. That's what you should be with that cover. Yes. <laughs> Will you be willing to give us a short teaser about your second book in the series? About Ingress? Yes. Sure. Um, Ingress takes up, of course, where Raven's Cove ends. And you have a mayor who's trying to have their economy recover. Anyway, long story short, he brings something to town he shouldn't. And um, it begins another process of the battle that they had just finished and thought had won, but you don't know if they have or not. You have to read it a little more to see. With regard to the title of your series, Iconoclast Thriller, what do you mean by that? Iconoclast is a destroyer of religious beliefs and symbols. I won't give you any more than that, but if, you read, if somebody reads the book, I think they'll understand why it's named an Iconoclast series. What's next for Marianne after she finishes these four books in this series? Well, I have a new one coming out. It isn't out yet. It is in the stage of being written right now, and it's going to be set in um, a theme park. We've got a whole different thing starting on this one. So just as a teaser, some of the old characters seem to be wanting to creep in. They may show in a silhouette or, you know, in a shadowy form. We may have a few of our old friends visit us in this next book. What sparked your interest in the supernatural? Have you always been interested in this? Pretty much, I have. When I was a little kid, it started when I was very small. In my family, you would always hear stories of the supernatural, of something happening to somebody. And anything that ever got read to me as a little kid, my favorite thing was always something that talked about ghosts. And so it started there, and as I've gotten older, it just got bigger and bigger. I really am always interested in what is on that other side, and I know there is something. So some people have passion about other things. I really have a passion about understanding and learning this, as well as writing about it. Very interesting. So have you always seen yourself as a published author? Nuh-uh. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to have a career, and um, I had, was in a good career, and in uh, 1998, Long story short, a disc ruptured in my neck, and um, everything I was ever doing ended at that point. And after a long recovery, someone said, hey, you should write a book, and I laughed at her. And then I said, oh, what the heck, and tried it. Well, and son of a gun, if I don't write, you know, it just came right out. <laughs> so it just, I was like, <laughs> I would have never known or ever said when I was 30 years old, I would have never told you I am going to write a book. I had never, never ever thought of that one. I would thought that was way too grandiose for me to think about doing something like that. And as they say, the rest is history, right? It really is. <laughs> it really is. It was really, I look back on that and I, 
I realize I've been a writer since I was tiny, <laughs> but you know, I didn't realize it until I looked back on my life. Is there a message or a moral of the story in Raven's Cove that you would like readers to remember? Yes, I know there is, and it basically has to do with discernment, and sometimes when something looks really good, and it seems like exactly what you want to do, you need to look at it because it could be really bad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, now, Marianne, will you please read a short excerpt from Raven's Cove for our listeners? I'll be happy to. Chapter 11 is where I've decided to do this. A tenuous truth is what the chapter is entitled. Kat opened her eyes to find herself staring into black, glittering ones, catching a red glow. She screamed and then covered her mouth. B.C. placed a velvet black paw on her cheek as if to comfort her, then turned two fluid circles and melted as only a cat can into a furry ball, weighed against her chest, and began to purr. Cat's dreams were bad before, but never like this one. She felt, but couldn't see, someone in her bedroom, ready to hurt her. She shivered and cuddled Black Cat, her greatest consolation, when the terrors of the night came. And yes, they did come. An owl hooted close, the ancient omen of death. Stop it, Cat told herself. It is dark and the bird is on the hunt. Cat shivered again and dragged her old tattered quilt to her neck, just as she had done at 12, after watching the Bella Lugosi version of Dracula. For many dark nights, she believed Dracula would kill her. The quilt comforted her then, just as it did now. It had been a gift of love from Grandmama Tudzlowski, and though she didn't tell anyone, she still believed it protected her. She drifted into a much-needed sleep, smiling in memory of those wonderful days which ended all too soon with the passing of Gran. Her cell phone played Pachelbel's Canon in D. She hated ringing phones. Classical music, even in the tinny tone played by a cell phone, was better than that horrid ring. Oh, Cat croaked. B.C., awakened by the noise, jumped in disgust from the bed, the warm indent still where her comforted Cat to sleep. Cat, thank God you're okay. Why wouldn't I be? The closest thing to danger is the phone waking me up with a start I just had, she stated irritably. There's been another one. Another what? The import of Bart's words connected. The fog in her brain shot away. Another murder? Please tell me there hasn't been another murder. Bart's confident baritone seemed strangely shaky. Another murder. Where? Top of Raven's Ravine, same as the other. This time, it's one of our own. Oh, my gosh. That just made me sit on the edge of my seat and bite my tongue. That was <laughs> makes me want to start digging into this a little bit more. So where can we learn more about you, about your other books, and where can we purchase Raven's Cove, the supernatural battle for a small Alaska town? You can find and purchase Raven's Cove at my website, maryannpaul.com which is spelled M-A-R-Y-A-N-N-P-O-L-L dot com. And we can purchase off of your website? You can definitely purchase off of my website. It's very simple and very safe and secure. And there's information about you and about your other books there as well? Yes, there is. And my blog is there. And um, I do a newsletter ever so often. And if people are welcome to sign up for that. And there's reviews also on the website. We've been talking with Marianne Pohl, 
author of Raven's Cove, The Supernatural Battle for a Small Alaskan Town. Marianne, thank you for sharing your book with us today. I know a lot of our listeners are fans of ghost thrillers and will be really eager to see what you have next in store for your series. I do hope that you'll come back again when you release your next book. Oh, Linda, thank you so much. And I really thank you for having me here. What a delight you are. Thank you. Every good book has at least one good review. And here's one for Marianne's Alaska. Alaska is the perfect setting for this spine-tingling plot. Ms. Pohl exhibits her wonderful imagination for bringing her story and characters to life in this epic battle between good and evil. I couldn't stop reading, and I highly recommend this novel. Well, I believe that will be the incentive for you to visit MariannePohl.com and order your copy today. And please share this interview with your friends so that they too may become acquainted with our author. And remember, the author show may be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Plus, selected interviews can also be found on major platforms such as Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and many more. Whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, theauthorshow.com is a really great place to start. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.